say this, but we have to re-record. So if my energy is off, it's definitely because of the re-recording. <laughs> again, I'll be back in like five minutes after I run through it again. So welcome to what we created. I'm your host, Jada Kelly. Per usual, prepare for the laughs, the tears, and a whole lot of WTFs. This is your first time tuning in and you're thinking, damn, another pod? Damn another pod, but I do hope this one is different from the ones you may or not be used to tuning into, and it just offers a different perspective. So, today we have our first male guest. Yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, Jordan, Jay Horton, um, Horton, whatever. It's a, I mean, people call me different things. That's crazy. Right? Do they? Yeah. What do your closest friends call you? Horton. Like, That's it? Yeah. I mean, Jared, shout out to my boys, Jared, DJ, man. Okay. Bree, shout out to the hug gang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that y'all are still friends is actually beautiful. Nah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, it since, is. Since it what? Is. Seven, six, seven grade? That is insane. Yeah, nah, I, I love them. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to the gang, GD. GD. Oh <laughs> nah, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah. People, I mean, people call me different things. They call me Horton. My, my mom calls me Jay or Jordan. I can see that. Okay. People, I mean, people that know me, like, from photography or DJing or outside of just social media stuff, Jay Horton. I mean, okay. so you know. Jay Horton Legally, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Love it. Okay. And but, then your photography and stuff. But if we didn't, I know if we, you said we had to, you know, had to go back, but I just want people, let the people, that intro is fire. Oh, yeah. yeah period. The intro is fire. I don't know if that was, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. But it's fire. Okay. Fire. okay. Yeah, thank you. It, thank you. Period. And then uh, tell them about your photography and. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, you. Always follow me on Instagram, Jay Horton, two underscores. Um, if you want to book anything, DJ photography, you know, we on it. You know, I'm I just got into my photography bag, so mm-hmm. I'm really just learning. You know, it's more like a hobby, but uh, also, you know, people have been rocking with it so far. You know, I've kind of picked up a little quickly. Did you just pick up the camera one day, or so? Because um, photography is kind of difficult. It is yeah. nah for real, and there's there's so many things that go into it that you don't kind of see on the outside looking in. Like I'm pretty sure that you can kind of tell, you know, just picking up your pod things mm-hmm. that you got to learn with like lighting mm-hmm. and visuals, what mm-hmm. looks appealing. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying same same stuff goes for photography, Facts. but I think angles. it's angles not for real because you know. No, no shade or anything, but some people just look better in different positions, Facts. different heights. You Facts. know what I'm saying? You, and you learn those things over time. And like I said, I'm just I'm maybe a year and a half in. So you know. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I'm just Damn. a year. A year That's actually a long in. time though. Yeah, it's a little minute now. It's a little minute okay. now for real. You know, okay. and there's so much thing, there's so much that I don't know yet, and I'm so excited okay. like to to learn for. Did for you start for, off with like a base camera, or did you get like? Yeah, so the camera that I started off with, I still have to this day. My Canon 60D. Oh my God, it's so faithful. <laughs> oh my God. Like God, like bro, the the Canon. Yeah, so that was my first camera ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and once I once I get better, you know, of course I want to be able to get something that is going to help my 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 product, right? But right now I'm just I'm a beginner, so I'm gonna stay with what I got. And fair enough. The cameras are expensive. They are. They are. I have a friend, uh, one of my guy friends who does photography, and oh, yeah. I think he spent like 5000 on just like a lens. A lens. And I was exactly. like, hell to the moon. Right. And the camera, you know, you might buy, you can buy a $1,500 camera, but like when you get to the lenses, mm-hmm. you know. And saying? a lot of people don't even know all that goes into a camera. They don't. Like they, different attachments and me, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and so I bought, I actually bought my camera off of Facebook Marketplace. Oh. From a lady off of, from Utah. Shout out to the lady. I don't remember your name, but shout out to you. You were 
Wow. So here you gotta you gotta uh, get her name one day so you can like get her a little thank you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You gotta be like started from the bottom. (laughs) She helped me out. But nah, yeah. So I I bought I bought it off Facebook Marketplace and she blessed me with a lens that was on the camera already. Shout out to her. It was a little raggedy. Okay. But it was cool. Nah, you know what I mean. I'm gonna just keep it. I'm just keep it. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. So nah, but the but the camera itself was in perfect condition. You know what I'm saying. And so when I went to go, you know, look at different lenses, I'm hitting up my photog- my friends that are photographers already. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like, I just got a camera. I got a lens already on here. And I tell them what the lens is. They're like, nah, you need to go get this. You need to go get that. Mm-hmm. And I go look at these lens prices. And I'm like. Atrocious. Yeah. I think I'll just have to. <laughs> <laughs> Make it do what it what do. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that helped out a lot, too, with. Just like the craft, just kind of just sticking with what I had already mm-hmm. and just rocking with it. A lot know, of people, so. I think, don't really understand that, especially because you look at social media and you right. see where everybody else is at. And right. You're like, I need to have all of this. Right. Use what you got. Use what you got for real. Like, I mean, you have to start somewhere. Facts. Right? You got to start somewhere. And so, like, and, and I think also you just never know what, like, where that's going to take you. Right. You know Facts. what I'm saying? So maybe... You know what I'm saying? Say say with the pod. Like you said, the, uh-huh. pod, the pod is doing great, right? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You're working with what you got now, but mm-hmm. like who's to say in a month from now, the views ain't going crazy and you Facts. got all new. You know what I'm saying? So we we speaking that right now. Facts. Know? And it happens fast. It's kind of scary because when I first started this pod, mm-hmm. I talked about like I wanted very uh, intentional growth. Right. And I wanted it to kind of be slow. Yeah. But now it's picking up in such yeah. a way I'm like, no, no matter No matter the time and it's always intentional. No matter the time, it can always be intentional. So, like, it can be a month, it can be two days, Mm -hmm. as long as as long as you're being intentional in it. You know what I'm saying? So, that's true. I was actually watching a video today. You know who Keith Lee is? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made um, a video today. He said he had. um, I think I'm pretty sure he said he had three million followers over like three years, and then got Mm -hmm. nine million in three months. Wow. That's that's crazy to me. That is insane. But that's really how life works. So just stick to your plan if you got one. And really, and really, like if we really want to get technical, if we really want to get in it, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like there is, I mean, there is a plan. You just may not know it, right? That's facts. You you got the goat. You got got one of the goats on the wall. You know what I'm saying? So really, just being mindful of who made that, who directs that plan for you, for real. That's facts. You know, Mm -hmm. if you know, so yeah, yeah, it's. It's it's all in his timing, for real, for real. Facts. It's all in his timing, for sure. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go straight into our first question. Oh damn, have... we've been talking. Oh my god, no, we. Let have me show up. Let me show oh up. Oh my god, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We need the content. All right, do you have any passion projects? Yeah, I think um, for me, um, my passion is people, for real, for real, for real. So I was a psychology major. Me too. In the My trenches. passion is people too. For real. Yes. That's live. It's crazy. That's live okay. for real. For real. Okay. For real. Uh, so like, nah, for real. My passion is people uh-huh. because um, I think for me personally, like my interactions that I have with people, mm-hmm. uh, the way I may, not necessarily the way I may come off, but the way that like we, we converse, mm-hmm. the way we interact with each other. Mm-hmm. I think like that's always long lasting in people's heads and people's minds. That's right. Facts. And I think like not saying that not saying that you have to be like the perfect person or anything mm-hmm. like that, but um, also always like just going back on what you said, just being intentional mm-hmm. and really learning and understanding what being intentional means. Mm-hmm. I think like that 
when I when I figured out what what that what what being intentional really was, that kind of directed me to like, yo, like I'm really, I'm really, uh, I really enjoy people, like I, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't. What what's your reason behind it? Passion being people for you. I don't know if I would use the words I enjoy people. Okay. Like I love people. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily always like them, mm. but um. I don't know. I think I like to help. Like, if somebody was like, what do I think would be, like, my overall purpose? It would probably be, like, to be a servant. Ooh. And I know, like, for a lot of people under God, it's like, you are a servant. Right. But I mean, like, even, like, for people who didn't believe in a God, it would still be my purpose would be to be a servant to mm. people. Why? I don't know. But. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, when, uh, like I told you, I used to work at a. Excuse me, I'm putting put my phone on D and D. Y'all was gonna tell you. A lot I of people hear, come on here, they phone nah, buzz and I shit. I hear vibrating. My okay. bad. <laughs> okay. Look, I am not trying to uh, get right kicked now. off the, pe- the pod already. Nah, but I used to work at a nonprofit. Uh-huh. Um, in uh, Branson, Missouri, called Kids Across America. Okay. Some people know it as uh, Kennecott Camps, but I specifically work for Kids Across America. Mm-hmm. And when I started working there, I used to always hear people say, "We're the hands and feet of Jesus." But like, nah, for real. Mm-hmm. But like, nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? And just goes back into what you're saying, just being a servant mm-hmm. and your passion, being people. Mm-hmm. Like, like really just out here grinding, trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus for mm-hmm. real. Because, th- I mean, that's what we on earth for, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're called to do. And I think um, I think um, with, you know, our psychology mm-hmm. minds, mm-hmm. you know, it's always interesting kind of just thinking of the the different ways people think different ways people interact with each other mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they're really just trying to uh, i think for me really just trying to figure out okay um how can i really how can i really kind of not necessarily make someone's day mm-hmm. but really kind of um like be impactful be not not be impactful, but be more of like a, a light i guess you know what i'm oh, saying oh facts okay you know what i'm saying cuz uh-huh. i think i think a, a, a lot of times you know what i'm saying even just i guess putting my my full time job into perspective like mm-hmm. i work in i work um i do marketing right but i market for a medical company right oh okay and so interacting with like different nurses and doctors and just under understanding the amount of stress that they're under mm-hmm. every single day right mm-hmm. and i just know like if i can be some kind of light when i come into the er that day you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it could change somebody's whole day so really just thinking about that not just for <laughs> the job but kind of like just as we navigating through life for real because mm-hmm. um, you, you you never know what nobody what, what people are going through that's you facts know? you never know that's what people facts. are going through so that's facts yeah, that's dope though i like that I, pe- people people yeah. that's dope yeah. Yeah, yeah i feel like i'm like coming to and like coming in alignment with a lot of people who have like the same purpose as me mm. it's kind of it's kind of it freaks me out why, a little bit. why why do you think that's happening i have no idea yeah like i'm meeting more people and they're like oh that's mine too and yeah. i'm like what is what do i do with this yeah yeah that's dope but i guess we God should all tell gang me. up and change the world you're right <laughs> no for real <laughs> nah, mean, that's all right that's all right yeah i'm being dead serious one, one like there's time. so much stuff i want to do like it's gonna happen one day at a time for real facts yeah. and i always try to give like um especially for this podcast because i talked about in the last episode people not really understanding um me as a person and how i communicate but i definitely want to make sure i always give people their flowers mm-hmm. and you articulate yourself very well oh, thank and you. even you saying like you want to be a light like it is definitely there oh thank and, you like, i like i 100 percent see it which is crazy Love. i it's crazy because like we went to high school together we did. i don't remember much we did but i do feel like there's a 
changing you now yeah. from at least what I can remember from yeah. high school. Not for real, yeah. I, and I think, you know, growing, you know, like you we, you talked about how, mm-hmm. you know, me and my friends, I was still kicking it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think for all of us, but specifically for me, it's like, like we talked about earlier, me, me going all the way to Kansas. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't sent there on accident, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I know I wasn't sent there on, I wasn't sent there on accident. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like figuring out, okay, God, like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of that um, was really to just, like I said earlier, settle me down, focus, mm-hmm. right? Um, Do you feel like you got more in touch with, like, God when you went out there or – so I, I I know we're gonna talk about this later, mm-hmm. but I've been in the church my entire life, entire life, entire life, okay. right? Entire life, and you know we'll go into more detail. Like you, you know, we talked about that. We said we'll talk about that later, mm-hmm. but um, so I always knew God, right? Okay. But they didn't know God. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's so, most people's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, it was it was dope though. Okay. I, I think um, you know, just going back to high school, like. It's Were you just, wild was, in high school? Huh? Were you wild? Like, would you? Yeah, yeah, yes, and no. Like, okay. I wasn't crazy, but I was, <laughs> I, I was a boy. You know what I'm saying? I was a boy. I mean, but what does that mean? You know, some there might be women tuning in. They're like, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Okay, okay. okay. So, a uh, boy meaning not not understanding what responsibilities I had, not um. Um, not knowing who I was, but also not okay. sometimes not knowing, you know what I'm saying, whose I was for real, you know what I'm saying? And I think it goes back, you know, it, really, if we want to sum it up, it goes back to identity for real. You Ooh, know, that's What you good. put your identity in mm-hmm. or what you think your identity is. Mm-hmm. And I think in high school, I think for a lot of, I think for a lot of young young men, you know what I'm saying, and especially in high school, you mm-hmm. don't really know which way kind of you want to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can go with this crowd, you can go with this crowd, mm-hmm. you can be this person, you can be that person. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of you see a lot of flip-flopping mm-hmm. in high school. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. it's the same for me. Like one week maybe I was, you know, uh, trying to have as much sex as I could. Or I was going to ask you that. So, because I know <clears throat> just from what I've seen, I think a lot of young men put their identity in yeah. sex. Yeah. Do you think that's where your identity was at the time? So, so my identity was two places. Okay. My identity was in women. Okay. And then also sports. Okay. Or specifically basketball. You mm-hmm. know, after at, pretty much after like freshman year, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you're trying to be cool because you want however many women or mm-hmm. if you're trying to be cool to fit in with a specific group or criteria of people at your you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can be, you can, you can, you can think you're a lot of different things, right? Facts. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, if you don't know who, who and whose you are, mm-hmm. you'll never, you'll never figure that out. So, um, so yeah. a question I have is, so if you said it was in women, do you mm-hmm. think that you were raised that way or because that's what you saw, you kind of just got into the loop? Both of them. Both of okay. Them, right. Okay. So, um, I think I kind of maybe just going back. I was raised um, by both of my parents up until I was right, like around like seven or eight. Okay. And then my parents ended up getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad wasn't the best person. You know, not okay. not trying to knock him or 
you know, sound like he's just an awful person, but he just wasn't the best person. Mm -hmm. I've seen him do some things that, you know, uh, was, you know, traumatic, mm -hmm. you know. For you as a child? For me as a child, now? yeah. It, even now, okay. even now, even okay. now, as a 26-year-old as a man, you know, to kind of like have flashbacks or like look back at things, mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure, you know what I'm saying? I don't think, I think when it comes to like abuse mm -hmm. in any form where it's verbal, physical, you know, um, it's it's traumatic, you know Facts. what I'm saying? And so, um, like I said, not knocking not knocking my father, um, mm -hmm. but you know, I I uh I was like I said, I was raised up with both my parents up until like seven or eight, and then my father kind of went ghost after my parents got divorced. Mm. And um, I think even with him in the household, I would always kind of be around different women and. Okay. You know, he's he out doing his thing, you mm -hmm. know, he out, you know, you know, and so uh um I think I think you know I I I saw it and that's what I knew too, you know. Um he, my my dad used to always ask like are you a a sheep or a wolf? Mhm. Mm you know what I'm saying? A sheep being maybe soft and kind of Okay. You know, you know, a wolf being like, I'm going to go get it. Uh -huh. You know, macho man, right? Yeah. And so that, I feel like that's how I was raised, to be the 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 macho man, the the one that, you know, wanted the women. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, that's, I saw it. I saw it, and, you know, that was just kind of my environment. And I, I don't think, I think, you know, growing up now and just knowing what I know, like, mm -hmm. the biggest thing that, a, 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 a not just a man but like mm -hmm. specifically a black a black kid can see mm -hmm. is a man in the household handling business for real that mm -hmm. loves that loves his wife that mm -hmm. loves his children that disciplines them but also cares and is there and is present mm -hmm. you know that's that's always big okay. i think male representation is everything i agree yeah. do you think just something I've been seeing on social media and where these are questions I'm just asking him based off what he's talking about right now. We're mm -hmm. going to go back and get like the specifics, but do you think, um, like the, the father figures not being in the home is like a form of spiritual warfare? Of, of course. Okay. The, I mean, the devil will do anything in his power to keep ones. I think I, I feel as if eyes and heart, Mm -hmm. Far from God, right? He's going to do everything in his power to make sure that that household is as maybe not as maybe maybe broken mm -hmm. or, or whatever you know um, they kind of fall short in in that household. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He's going to make sure he's he intervenes in that way, right? I feel mm -hmm. like, um, and I think for the black community, the father being absent mm -hmm. is, you know, what I'm saying the one up. You know the 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 advantage that other races have um, against us. You know, I so agree. I think, like I said, mere representation is everything. Is is everything? I agree. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So, um, we're gonna pause on that. And we're gonna come back to it. Uh, we're gonna go back to a lighter note. So, <laughs> <laughs> what makes you feel the most loved, and why? The most loved. Yes. Excuse me. I feel like my I'm a little dry. It happens. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> what? What? Say it again. The question again. What I'm sorry. makes you feel the most loved the most and loved. why? Um, what makes me feel the most loved? Mm -hmm. Or like an interaction that you maybe had recently that made you feel very loved? 
I think I think all in all for me, um, it's just kind of just being there for real. Okay. Um, that makes me feel loved. I, and I think, I mean, just like. And I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to meet rob my friends, but I got some oh great my friends. God. I have not. Nah, I don't you think I know. have to say that. I have great friends. Not you okay. know. I keep going yeah. back. I keep going back to our relationship. Uh-huh. But As not you should. Friend, but well, I love that though because that right. was actually going to be one of my questions. I yeah. love that you have a, like a brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, for real. Those like those are my dogs for real. And I think what makes me feel the most love is just me knowing that they're there. Okay, like you know they have saying? your back. In they they have me. They got okay. my back. You know what I'm saying? And I I I don't just say that just with my friends, but just in relationships or relationships I have with coworkers or mm-hmm. bosses or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel loved by you being there when I when I fall short in something. Mm-hmm. You being there, not necessarily to judge me on mm-hmm. what I did wrong, mm-hmm. but kind of just be there and be like, yo, okay, I see you did this. Maybe we can do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Right? Because um, I think a lot of times. Um, we can, especially for us, for us specifically, especially for black men, we can be in these situations where it's like wrong, 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 wrong. And the finger's always pointing at mm-hmm. you about what you did wrong, but you mm-hmm. did a thousand things right. That's so, oh, that is, that, right. dang, sometimes like somebody say something, it like sparks a tear in my eye <laughs> because that is so true yeah, though. Yeah, for real. No, seriously. And, and there's a, there's a, um, a pressure mm-hmm. on us to be the 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 most successful that we can be mm-hmm. because a lot of us don't come from that a lot mm-hmm. of us don't come from you know stable incomes mm-hmm. and, right mm-hmm. and so it's there's so much pressure i felt you know or at least the conversations that that we've had my friends and i there's so much pressure on us to get out of high school go to college mm-hmm. get a job make some mm-hmm. money right mm-hmm. or if not you're a bum you're not really doing anything yada 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 right um so i think like I said, just going back to the point or to your question, just making sure that I have somebody there that's going to hold me accountable mm-hmm. and really just, like I said, just be there, you know what I'm saying, for when I do slip up or when I do fall short. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Period. So a question I have to um, go back to what you said, mm-hmm. um, how, like, especially specifically for, like, the black man, mm-hmm. what y'all's pathway is supposed to be, mm-hmm. what do you think is, like, the line between – actually being a bum and finding your way i mean actually being a, i mean it, it, I, as long as you're trying to do something okay you know as long as you're trying to do something something mm-hmm. and like i even i even take it to the point to where i can't even knock what you do okay if if that's not if you choose not to do something legal Okay. Hey, no, I feel you. I feel you. I okay. cannot knock you. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because understanding, understanding, it is. It's tough to out here to Facts. get to get work. Facts. Quality work. Facts. Not work where you just going and you making some BS money. Like some quality work where they're gonna take care of you. Where mm-hmm. you can be able to take if you if you choose to have a family, you take care of your family. Whatever mm-hmm. income you got. And so you know, going back, like I don't even knock if if you choose to do. Scam, celebram, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. or something. Oh you, okay. as long as you're doing something to, hey, I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the same position that I'm in right now. Uh-huh. Um, as long as you're working, mm-hmm. you know, n- you know, not not necessarily working like a nine to five, like I said, but as long as you're putting in some kind of effort somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, 
I think that's 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 all it takes. Some some kind of drive somewhere. Yeah. And I talked about this too um, with my coworker. Like for the from looking at it from like a woman's perspective, how now young girls are trying to live a lifestyle where they're hanging out with men who don't necessarily have like the best intentions, but they got money mm. and um, they're not like a lot of young girls aren't really going to school anymore. Okay. And it's like, um, I was saying, I understand it. I might not necessarily agree with that right. lifestyle, but I right. get it because if you're looking at your mom who's been working a nine to five for years and Ooh. she not happy. Ooh. And then you're looking at people who went to school and they're not happy mm. and they're not making the money they think they should. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? So like there's I don't have no judgment. Get it how no, you get it. How you live. But also just knowing that there's consequences and facts, those things. Facts. And so like if you choose to do that, uh-huh. that's what you choose to do as an adult, right? Uh-huh. And just like I like I said, like it is as long as you're putting some effort into into something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, I think a lot of, you know what I'm saying, a, a lot of people that are in these situations, um, they they do these things mm-hmm. to maybe finance something else. Like, I would hope. Right, right. I would hope too. Because uh, to be fair, a lot of them don't, and I the, don't think they know that they're supposed to. To be the forty two to to be the forty two year old still uh-huh. selling a couple grand. It's just a little ridiculous. Yeah, I mean at least down. have an empire. You need to sit but down. like, okay, you sit you down. Okay, at least be Franklin. Oh yeah, fact. at least be Franklin. Oh like if you're not Franklin, <laughs> like what is you doing? If you're forty two. Oh Come on, dog. I mean, we. I, I don't promote, but like, nah, no. yeah. But you, yeah, they, they get. What <laughs> yeah, you're okay, they get yeah. What you're so, some yeah. people don't. I'm not gonna lie, because some people come crazy. That's another thing I want to say. Y'all are not gonna agree with everything that we see on this pod. I quite frankly right. don't care. But like, at least be respectful in your disagreement. Yeah, and that's I, the only thing I and, ask. I and I think I think also like I'm 26. You're wait. I don't say that. My oh. age don't matter. You He's twenty six. I'm that. something. You can cut that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cut Your that. Your editing skills yeah. superb. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm twenty six and I don't know life. I don't have life figured out. And, uh-huh. and oh, excuse me, I keep in the mic. Sorry. Um, I'm not. I'm twenty six. I don't have life figured out, right? And so this is not me sitting here saying like you should do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like from my point of view, the things that have been successful for me, mm-hmm. the thing that God has revealed to me, mm-hmm. you know, the things that my friends are maybe dealing with right mm-hmm. and what we've done to combat these things so i'm not saying like yeah do x y and z mm-hmm. but also just saying that do something exactly do something exactly something something i but, agree yeah. especially from like the woman's perspective seeing like yeah. men it's just like just pick something just and pick at least something. try to ride try, it out try to do it yes for real, for real. yeah yes. I'm, I'm with you on that i'm with you on that all right and then the last fluffy question mm-hmm. is, what do you think your best quality is? Quality. About yourself. About myself. Um, Best quality. Almost. Come on, talk your shit. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, you know what I mean? No, it's like, okay. uh, I think my ability to communicate is my best quality. I agree. Actually, yeah. just from like seeing like that, that's really rare. Yeah. Like for a man. Ooh, really? Talk to me about what? Okay, let's go back to that, and I'll tell you why. That's my why I feel like some of my. Uh, just from what I see, I'm not saying that the majority of men can't mm-hmm. communicate, mm-hmm. and I almost want to say they choose not to. Mm-hmm. But for a, a man just to be able to articulate himself very well, mm-hmm. and like you also speak with emotion, it's mm-hmm. rare. Got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, for me, um, my mother, my mother has pretty much always taught me to not necessarily say how I feel, but mm-hmm. ex- ex- express myself with, express how I'm feeling. 
Express okay. how I'm feeling. Shout out to your mom. Shout out that's to also rare. Kimberly Horton. I love you so much. We appreciate you. We, I appreciate you. Um, so she's always, you know, whether that's with a teacher in school, mm-hmm. you know, a boss at the job, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Whoever you come in contact with, like, if you feel a way, um, like, let them know how you feel. You know, I don't think you understand how rare that is. Really? Especially for black men. And I think that's just the way they've been raised. Mm-hmm. Communicating, like, especially if you feel like something didn't necessarily go the way it should have. Mm-hmm. That's not even a thing. Mm. Especially you say like at your job. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people feel like they don't even have that ability to I'm do a, that. I'm gonna say whatever I want to say. Respect, respectfully though. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, and and I was actually telling um, I I, I tell I tell uh my girlfriend this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, if you feel like someone is mistreating or belittling mm-hmm. or making you making you something that, you know what I'm saying, God didn't call you to be. Like, mm-hmm. you have the right to speak up on that. Exactly. And I will forever be an advocate for myself, for, for like, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even when, you know, even there's even been times, like, in work where, you know, I may have my, my schedule laid out for the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody, my not is, I, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to say they interrupt it, but they kind of like make it kind of hard my day harder on me by maybe inserting something facts that's the thing a big thing respectfully like, yeah. i'm gonna reply back okay i see this mm-hmm. you mind if i or uh I, I i might need to or you mind if i move this back to another day mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying it's 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 a it's ways to communicate and not be rude or mm-hmm. disagree with someone and not mm-hmm. be rude and i think for me that's something that i had to figure out especially like with me still being the same way in high school okay i could i could have came off like as a a-hole in a lot, uh-huh. in a lot of situations same, you fair. know what i'm saying uh-huh. just because i've been that person that's i'm gonna say how i feel mm-hmm. and i'm gonna give you every little piece of it for we're, uh-huh. gonna, we're gonna go by detail how mm-hmm. i'm feeling at that moment you know what uh-huh. I'm, saying? I'm not gonna really hold back okay <laughs> so i think in in high school i had to manage or out of high school i had to manage how to say things mm-hmm. and not Say them like in a hurtful way for it. Like just to have tact, essentially. Say it again. Like just to have tact, like to say things with tact. Y- yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. Or like I heard. Um, I don't know if you listen to Kev on stage. He has sometimes a, he has a podcast. What you say? I love him though. He has a podcast. Him and his I love, wife shouted them. I love not nah, for real. I love the way he loves his wife. Me too. I love the way he loves his wife. Oh my goodness! And so he says something on his pod. I think Keith Lee was actually he might have been on the on episode. that one. Okay, okay. And he talked about um. Saying things to be hurtful mm-hmm. instead of. I don't know what you're talking about. Actually, yeah, uh, uh, maybe I may be getting it wrong, but he was just basically saying like, "There's a lot of people that say things as soon as they think of them mm-hmm. because they want to hurt your feelings or they want to say them in a hurtful way." Yeah, but you're just being mean at that point, yeah. right? But like, if you're being intentional and kind of like just thinking about what you're saying as you're saying it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I can be like. Like Jada, I hate your shoes. Uh-huh. Or I can be like, Nah, Jada, I don't really think them the shoes for you. Uh-huh. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They they sound way different. Facts. But they mean the they they mean pretty much the same thing. It's just a nicer way to, of of saying. I think I had to really learn that because I was okay. so like tried to be cutthroat to everybody, thinking that what that made me real or yada yada yada. And so, a lot of people still have that belief. Unfortunately, yeah. nah, that's not it. You're just a, you're just mean. This, this, I agree. A lot, and a lot of people don't care about being mean, but at that point, I feel like you also are mean to yourself. So at least care about yourself. At least care about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
Words from Jada, you need some quotes at the bottom. At oh, my worry, God. At least worry about yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, how I, That's <laughs> how I try to make. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make a, a clip at uh, 32 something. At least worry about yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. No, for real, though, I feel like the way y'all, like, people treat other people is also how you speak to yourself internally. And a lot of people don't even recognize that. So I'm just saying, like, at least recognize yeah. the way you talk to yourself because that's a problem yeah for real for real for real this is fire <laughs> thank you I, lo- I love this thank you this is hard this is hard i already I know it. like we're we're gonna blow up one day so oh we yeah have you back when we're in the studio okay for sure oh yeah because right yeah you feel me right now we in the condo right <laughs> now <laughs> okay don't do too much first of all it's not a condo she it's an apartment she got the floor to don't ceilings, she got the floor to ceilings in here oh that's crazy God. We got nip in the back. Oh my we, god, we cooling, we cooling. But nah, yeah, 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 a studio. studio. And I was uh, talking about um, in a video I didn't post. Mm-hmm. I want to have like guests I don't know, and mm. I realized like having them in my house, not the safest. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, and so I was like, that's not gonna work. So yeah. we're gonna have to go to a studio. Security eventually. on standby. No, but seriously. I mean, uh, the the world is so social media friendly now. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's big Jade around here, so she got big pocket shows. Don't worry, <laughs> fool, y'all. She's rich. Okay. Um, but you know, like it's so social media friendly now that uh-huh. I love that there's spaces to rent out. You know, what I'm saying Very and do your pod and stuff Very like that. True. But oh, I ha- may do that. I didn't even think about that. Or having your, but having your own is the the biggest flex. Very true. Having your own your own Very space true. is the biggest flex. So, but I wouldn't mind renting. That never crossed my mind. Really? Yeah, for sure. Like I could do that until I'm, I'm at the point like where I can have my own studio. Mm-hmm. Dang. And it be, it be on the spot. Come, I'm coming. I need a check. No, in fact, <laughs> I need. I, mean, a, I need like to get paid. The, the stuff that he's been telling, I love when people like can help me yeah. like process stuff. Because yeah. to be honest, it's kind of rare. Yeah. But like, so when people like plant those seeds in my head, yeah. I'm like, praise God, I see Not what you're real. doing. Can I, can I ask something just real quick? Yeah. So you know, what I'm saying, like I said, I'm a DJ. Mm-hmm. I, I do photography. When I first started DJing, there was so many people that I reached out to mm-hmm. that um, were mentors in a way mm-hmm. to kind of just guide me on things to do, what to mm-hmm. buy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so, like, any time that I can do the same for real in whatever space it is, because I'm not in the podcast space, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm in the audio space, right? Because I'm always plugging different stuff in, doing mm-hmm. different stuff with sound and stuff like that. And so, like, if I can help out anyways, I mean, I want to do that with, with whatever. With, mm-hmm. Whatever knowledge I got, I want to be able to pass it on, too. And hopefully, Very appreciative. Hopefully, you, you, you do the same, too. You know what I'm saying? When you go crazy with the pod, no, you pass it on yes, to somebody else. 100%. Through. That's what it's all that's about. Like, that's, like, one of my goals. And I yeah. talked about this in episode eight, I think. Mm-hmm. The one right before I'm going to post this one. Um, I don't understand. And I was saying this is not a lot of people's goal in life. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're progressing in a way what's the point of you not helping somebody else? Really? And even if it's, even if it was hard for you, at least help somebody, make it easy for somebody else. Really? Like take your ego out of it and just go help. Please. And that, and that's just in life in general. I agree. That's in life in general. I agree. Excuse me. Yeah. That's in, yeah. Be, be helpful. Like, Put somebody else on yes. if you can. Yes. Like if you've been, if you struggle with something and you see, and you're not battling that anymore, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You've been through that. You you conquered it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Help somebody else that's that's battling that for real. That's what it's about. That's what it's I about. agree. You gotta help. And like out. one of my goals, um, specifically for this podcast, I'll just talk about this podcast yeah. is. When I am in a studio, like all the equipment that I bought up until that point will like be donated to somebody else Hard. who needs it. Hard. <clears throat> That's with anything, like anything that I have that I have like 
I don't know what's the word like accumulated. I don't yeah. know, but like yeah. once I no longer need it, like that's being donated why to somebody hold on else. To it? Yeah, facts. That's hard. Like, why are we hoarding stuff? Yeah, Go give it away. Yeah, but People, whatever. I got, <laughs> I got a homeboy. I got a homeboy. Shout out! Shout out to John. Um, he's a photographer as well. Um, and I've been asking this dude, bro. Let me buy these lenses off you, fam. Let me let me buy these these cameras off you. Uh-huh. He would not let me buy none of this stuff. He do not want to use it. He like he tell me all the time, bro. I don't even want to do photography no more. Damn. All right, bro. Let me let me copy it. Let Thanks. me buy it. Thanks. Nah, I think I might. I actually gotta go do a shoot in the next cap. Oh but my yeah. goodness. Nah, I love you, bro. Love you, bro. But yeah, nah. But when you can put people on, why not do it? Thanks. Why not do it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. At least let them use the let them let use me the borrow it, man. Yeah, like, yes, damn. yes. I called you out because you've been doing this for like a year now, bro. That's a long time. Like, give it come up, on, bro. Give it up. Okay. You don't use it. Oh my. There are a lot of people love, like that too. Love, come love, on, love, like love, if, love. if you're not gonna give it away, share it. Yeah, share it. It's but cool. I whatever. Do you think? love you, bro? Love you. Okay. Now we're going to get into like some of the deeper questions. Uh-oh. And just so you guys know, there's just going to be two parts. So once we hit like uh, maybe like the 50 minute mark, there's going to be another episode coming after this for the next week. Just so y'all know. All right. So you're not getting me crying on here. You know, I didn't plan on it, yeah. but if you do, I'm really into that. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. I love seeing people just be, I feel like crying is such like a release. It doesn't even have to be like a negative release. Yeah. Like, I love seeing people cry. That sounds kind of like crazy, but nah. I don't know if you will. I didn't I didn't try to have any deep nah, questions. No, I'm, 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 I'm playing, I'm playing. Are I'm you playing. a crier though? I will cry. Really? No cap, I will cry. What's your sign? I know a, ca- a lot of people don't believe in something. I'm a Capricorn. Me too. For real? Yeah. Your birthday? Wait. Okay. Now I'm having my memories coming back. We have the same birthday. Your birthday is January 13th. Yes. Nah. That's, that's one crazy. thing. Like I 100 remember. We have the same birthday. Really? Yeah. But don't. Oh my bad. You're not telling me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's bad. okay. I make that cut. That's crazy though. It is. What time? What time was I born? Yeah. I have no idea. What What hospital? Well, I was born in Florida. I'm trying. Uh, I was trying to see if it was lucky, like maybe like twins. That maybe. would be crazy. No, <laughs> that would be crazy. That's crazy. It would be twins in spirit. You know? Nah, yeah, for sure. That's that, actually I insane. Damn, I guess I didn't recognize. That's your birthday this year. I don't think I told Happy you. Happy birthday. birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Shout That's out to you! Shout out to you! Shout out to you! Okay. <laughs> All right. First question: What kind of childhood would you say you had? Like, if somebody just randomly came up and asked you, what would you say? I I probably titled my childhood the best of both worlds for real the best of both oh, worlds really the best of both and worlds. why so i mean just going back like i said i was raised in a two-parent household to about seven or eight right mm-hmm. um and you know both my parents were um pretty successful in what they were doing my mom worked where it was a long time um health care worker at parkland hospital okay um actually where that's where i was born you know what i'm saying shout out to parkland so yeah my mom was, was long I don't know. Oh. I should ask. You should. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, you know, the the medical situation is so messed up in the U.S. Probably not. Okay. They probably made a paperwork. Okay. But, uh, so, so my mom worked um, for Parkland Hospital, and my father um, has always been, like, doing some kind of machine operating for, like, a railroad company. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he's in that he's in that field. Um, so, yeah, my, my parents my parents were doing pretty well for themselves. Um and um you know I, I pretty much you know could i pretty much had anything that i, that I pretty much wanted as okay. a kid you know what i'm saying um are you only child i'm only child 
I was gonna say I don't remember you ever having siblings, uh-huh. but like as you're talking, I'm so, like, was it just you? So I'm my only child. My I'm my mother's only child. <laughs> then my father has. Um, I have two little brothers, so I have half brothers. Okay, are you close to your brothers? I would. I want to be better. Okay. I want to. Do you be think better. it's on your end or theirs? Mine, because I'm okay. older. My, okay. So my my brothers just entered their freshman year in college. Yeah. Damn. So I can I can definitely be better. Okay. Um. Texas, but Texas, okay. yeah. So my my they graduated from Duncanville High School. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's this is how bad this is how bad it is. This is how much I want to be better. I don't know what school they're at. So yeah. So and that that kind of just shows you the relationship that I have with my brothers. I don't mm-hmm. really have that much interaction with them, mm-hmm. and it's been like that pretty much my whole life. Um, and things that inter- interactions that I have had, mm-hmm. they've kind of been one sided. So either I would kind of make it happen. Mm-hmm. So when I got a car, I would kind of go around them a little bit more, okay. and you know, take them to you know my grandmother's house on on, on my father's side, okay. You know, or um, or um, their mom would reach out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and we'll talk, but never nothing ever ever really consistent. So I definitely want to be better than that. But yeah, I, I am. I I was the only child up until maybe like thirteen. That's a long 14, time. Thirteen, fourteen. Okay. But now, and I'm still the I was still technically the only child because, like I said, I didn't have much relationship with them. Dang. Yeah. So, um, yeah. My my my. We, I mean, life was cool. You know what I'm saying? Seven, eight, and then my parents ended up getting divorced, and that was crazy, right? Um, and that the divorce process was crazy. Uh, the divorce process was crazy, and just not seeing my parents together was crazy. Okay, so you feel like it affected you? For sure. And you, is it affected you in the way where you feel like you had something to do with it, or just because you saw it? I, so, when I was younger, I used to blame divorce on me. Mm. Um, so, you know, um, like I said, I, 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 I seen a couple of traumatic things when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, one instant, one instant, um... I guess I, I won't even go into how, what the. I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to make, I don't, look, dad, if you ever watch this, I love you so much. I don't want to make, I'm not trying no, to make I you look bad. You, I feel you on you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, this is, yeah. this is real this life. This is your This is your real life. Experience. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's, he's grown from that and mm-hmm. he's a, he's a better man than he was. You know, he was much younger, of course. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to my pops. Um, But my, my pops um battled being physically abusive. Okay. Um, and so there'd be instances where, you know, I would walk in and see my mom being abused and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, and so, I mean, like I said, I'm 26 and I still kind of see things like I have flashbacks. I can imagine. I never, like, there's one particular moment that, you know, happened uh, one night that I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget. Mm -hmm. I can always picture, like, you know how you can always picture something? I can always picture that in my head. Um, so I blamed, you know, and, and when I would hear them argue, I would always, for some reason, I would, I would always hear them bring up my name. Mm. And, you know, as I got, when I was younger, I used to think they were arguing because I did something mm-hmm. right. But as I got older, you know, my mom would always tell me we weren't arguing because of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would always insert your name to remind him that you're here. Wow. Yeah. So. Like it's crazy, like it's crazy, like um, to like think about, mm-hmm. right? But also, like, just kind of just seeing some traits 
as I got older mm-hmm. that I have like in my father and things that I can be better at, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I, ca- I call it the best of both worlds because you know up until that point, you know, life was good for us. You know, I didn't really have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Two cars, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying both parents is good. If I want something, I go buy it. I was spoiled. That oh, yeah. and that's the biggest thing. I was spoiled, right? Mm. I'm the only child I'm spoiled. I get whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I played every sport: soccer, baseball, football, mm-hmm. basketball. You know what I'm saying? Whatever sport they put me in, I played it. I also played the drums. Um, I played the drums. Um, so I had drum sets. I had drum kits at home. People would love coming to over to our house because we usually have like all the family over playing pool. Mm-hmm. We had like a big backyard. Like we was, we was good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was good. Mm-hmm. And then you know, just kind of fast forward, and my parents ended up getting divorced, and you know, it was just me and my mom. Okay. So though that income get a little, a little tighter, mm-hmm. you know, I actually was at my mom's house last night. We were kind of just talking about it, and you know, it could have been a, she. She was just saying on on her end, maybe she could have just m- managed her money better. Okay. But j- that doesn't mean she was in the best situation, right? Uh huh. And so, just kind of just seeing um, the material things that I'm usually used used to having, mm-hmm. not really having that anymore. The, okay. You know, maybe we got to recycle some, some more shoes that we wore last year, this year, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so we just kind of, I just kind of seen kind of life like that. What is, what it's like to be under a one parent household mm-hmm. and not necessarily saying that if, if you're in a one parent household, you struggle, mm-hmm. but in this specific one parent household, it got to a point where we struggle. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It got to a point to where, you know, um, you know, my mom, so I started off in, um, I, so I'm, I'm from the, I'm from the Dallas area. Mm-hmm. Um, I started off school, um, in, in, um, and I started off grade school in DeSoto. Okay. I started off this grade school in DeSoto. And then we, you know, once my parents divorced, we kind of bounced around from Duncanville to mm-hmm. DeSoto. Mm-hmm. Then we maybe, my, my grandmother stays in Oak Cliff. So we had to go live with my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And so up until, <laughs> up until maybe like sixth grade, sixth grade, we moved um, to Grand Prairie. That's mm-hmm. Sixth grade. My, yep. Sixth grade, moved to Grand Prairie from Duncanville. Um, and that's when I started going to Truman. You know what I'm saying? We we lived off off uh I did not know you went to Truman. I went to Truman. Okay. Before, before I went to Reagan, I went to Truman. Gotcha. Yep, before okay. I went to Reagan, I went to Truman. Um so I, I transferred to 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 Grand Prairie the second semester of sixth grade. Okay. Yeah, sixth grade. Second semester, sixth grade. Yep, and I started going to Truman. And we lived, um, what is that? Uh is that uh right by uh Florence Hill. Those apartments right behind Florence Hill. Florence Hill. Oh, okay. Whatever okay. area that is. I know is, what you're talking about. We yeah. Stayed, we stayed okay. right there. Right by Movie 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right by, okay. Yeah, so we stayed in that area for maybe like six to seventh grade. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. I don't, I can't remember what happened with my mother. Mm-hmm. Or no, my mother ended up getting laid off from Parkland. Yeah. From okay. Parkland. Okay. And. Um, we had to move back with my grandmother. So I was commuting from Oak Cliff to Grand Prairie, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, for the longest mm-hmm. um, until, you know, God willing, you know, my mother was able to find something stable, something mm-hmm. that kind of really took care of us, you know, and then we were kind of just settled in to Grand Prairie up and when I got into maybe um, freshman year. Okay. Freshman year, we got, we got settled in the Grand Prairie and we, we stayed there until, until, I, until I graduated. Um, mm-hmm. But like, like I didn't, you know what I'm saying, I was just... A kid that didn't have m- the most, but like 
my mom never let me look like a like I wasn't like I was homeless or anything. Okay, she kept you, know? you well taken she care kept, of. She kept me well taken care of. Okay, and that means like really sacrificing for real, mm-hmm. like really sac- like mm-hmm. really watching my mother sacrifice, not doing things for herself. Like my mother mm-hmm. loves getting her hair done every other every other Friday. That's mm-hmm. literally been my mother, my mother since. That's how she's pretty much operated since, you know what I'm saying, I've been, or since I've known, right? Uh-huh. That's what I know, right? Okay. And so every other Friday, you know, she go get her hair done. There, I've seen her go without getting her hair done. I've seen her go without, you know, um, buying new clothes for herself to make sure yeah. that I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, um, to just go back to what, what you know, what, what the topic of my life was, I feel like the best of both worlds for real because... I've been in a position where I felt like I've had everything, all the material things, and I, I've been in a position where I ain't really, I ain't really feel like I had anything for real. You know what I'm mm. saying? Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. actually like the perfect like name to give really? that situation. Yeah, yeah. Go get the new book. It's out. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I do want to ask though, what? Because you said um, when your mother said that. She was mentioning your name mm-hmm. to like remind your father that you were there. Mm-hmm. What like what advice? Because like there's some like a couple older women who watch uh, the pod or listen to the pod. Okay, what would you tell them if they're in a situation where they like haven't left yet and it's not the best situation and they have a child mm-hmm. and like specifically a son? Yeah. what would you tell them to tell that son? It's more, 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 more. Um, you're doing more harm than you are helping. I think a lot of women, you know, especially I guess I want I won't try to generalize it and say a lot of women, but I'll mm-hmm. say from my specific situation of talking mm-hmm. to my mother, she tried staying because she wants me to have a father in my life. Mm-hmm. She she's tried staying for my benefit. Mm-hmm. When in that specific situation as a woman, to any woman that's dealing with that, you need to be selfish and think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Or not necessarily be selfish, think about yourself, but just know that if you're thinking about your your child or your son, you're mm-hmm. doing a lot of harm. Letting him sit there and hear those things because mm-hmm. though you may shut doors, mm-hmm. though you may do it outside, mm-hmm. we see it, we hear mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? We we can like kids notice everything. Facts. And everything. And even if they don't, if they don't ever bring it up, they, they notice. Yeah. It. Or and or you'll notice um, that they've noticed by things that they make say in conversation, like mm. you know. Uh, yeah, I saw you and dad doing X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to you, to you, the parent, it you didn't notice that they recognized it, but they see every little thing. Facts. And, and, and you know, for for some of us that have been in these situations, like, we see it, like, hands-on. Like, I see everything that's going mm-hmm. on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So, yeah, you don't, you're doing more hurt than harm. Uh, hurt, mm. hurt than helping and helping them how you want to word it no that makes perfect sense yeah. actually and a lot of people do try to stay together for like the family aspect but like right. in that instance even even like beyond be selfish like think about your child too like yeah. how that child is going to have to grow up and what they're going to have to think for about real. and how they're going to treat people as or, a result of what or, they see or just ima- imagine raising a man that think that's okay facts i'm so like i'm so 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 glad i'm so glad that I was not not only taught, mm-hmm. but like it was instilled in me that you should never ever 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 raise your hand to to a woman for real. Mm-hmm. Did that ever. come from your mom? Yes, and then also I did 
as life kind of progressed, mm-hmm. I did meet some really awesome men. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Really awesome mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, and really awesome men that, you know, love their family, love their wives. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a friend, uh, one of my best friends, Cortland. Um, his father, I, I got to watch him love him. Love his his so his wife okay. like for real for real. I got okay. to watch, you know. what I'm saying I've been knowing Cortland since you know maybe I met Cortland maybe a year or two before I met Jared and the rest of the gang, right? Okay. And so, did you know, he, who's Cortland? Did he go to South or no? No, Cortland. Cortland is one of my buddies from. Uh, we both grew up in, at Concord Church together. Shout out okay. to Concord. Um. So my mother was um. This is kind of just fast forward. And my mother was uh was a long time um employee of concord church okay and so i was always at church i'm always in the mix doing something and i don't know if you know about concord but concord is a really big church really yes big. especially for like people who grew up in grand Prairie. right i've heard of it multiple exactly. times and, and so um yes yeah, it's, it's a really big church and um, you just meet so many people and Quentin was is one of those friends that i ended up meeting but like we always we like we just kind of grew to like we love each other a lot you know what i'm saying Aww. like that's my dog and so like you know what I'm saying? Just going back to my situation, <clears throat> there was a lot of times where I don't want to be home or mm. I don't necessarily want to have to commute from, from you know, the south side of town all the way to Grand Prairie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I maybe crash at Cortland Crib. You okay. know what I'm saying? His parents are always down with that. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, that his father is the perfect man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I know, of course, we all fall and are fall short in some aspect. Mm-hmm. But from what I seen, you know what I'm saying, from being an outsider, being someone that was kind of just submerged into your house out of the blue, mm-hmm. I got to watch him love his wife well. I love that. And I not only did I get to watch him love his wife well, but mm-hmm. I also got to love see him love his kids well. Mm-hmm. Right? Because um you know, just going back to the relationship that I had with my father mm-hmm. and longing, longing something like that, right? Okay. Did you long for it before you saw somebody else have it? Yes. Okay. Because you have to understand, my father was in my life. Okay. From the day I was born until, you know, seven, like I said, seven, eight, like he was, he was there. My mm-hmm. parents lived together. He, he came to the games. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We, we go to the park. He throw the baseball. Like I had the, I had the, the typical okay. white life. Okay. Right. Uh huh. And so, you know, and, and like, like I said, when the divorce happened, like reality kind of just kicked in. Like, mm-hmm. then I was a, I, I was more of the normalized young black man. You know. What okay. I'm yeah. So, so yeah, it was it was. Really, shout out to Mr. Charles. You, I love the way you love your wife and your family, man. For real, for real. And I love that you had him. So that's yeah. like a little tip for anybody who feels like they're. And even though you were super young, I think a part of you still understood there were certain things like you needed to see or like right. God kind of brought people into your life. That's what it, that and that's what it is. OK, for real, for real. so like go out like maybe for men and women who don't necessarily have homes yeah. that they want to like grow up into or homes they want to, um, I don't know, like reproduce in their future. Yeah. At least like get acquainted with people in your community. Yeah. Like if you have. A church home. Right. I know a lot of people don't, but if you right. have one, right. like get acquainted with people in the church Please. and like go hang out with their families. Nah, for real. Community is everything. I agree. Like community is everything. And just knowing like you can be in a situation, but don't necessarily have to be that situation. Yeah. Like I always, uh, you know, like 
I remember like when we was when we was kids, they used to call like the skinny jeans and the vans white boy swag. Mm-hmm. And, but like if you think about it, like we really kind of wanted to be like the white kids because we saw what they had, mm-hmm. we saw what they were doing, we saw mm-hmm. what their lifestyles looked like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so like I never for for me specifically, I I remember like kind of thinking about this at a young age. I didn't want to be the the nigga. The nigga. I didn't want to. No, be, I get you. I didn't want to be the nigga. I get you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I can. It can go there. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm like, I'm from that, but uh-huh. I don't want to be that. You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so, um, I think, like reality, like you said. I mean, like, like I said, like reality kind of just kicked in when doors happened, and I got to see things from other perspectives. Per- perspective is a big thing too. Uh huh. For I real. Agree. For real. For real. So, I agree. Yeah. Okay, we're going to pause right here, and then if you want to see the rest of the episode, you guys are going to have to tune in to um, episode 10. I'm pretty sure it's going to be episode 10. <laughs> this one is going to be episode 9, All so right. if you want to see the ending of this, you have to tune in to episode 10. I'm not going to do my outro until we get to episode 10. Really? So go tune in. Do you always do it like that, or is it? am I just long-winded? Um, I get it. Okay, go tune in to tune the in. next episode. Yes, Lord. Um,